When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's all about winning. At the pivotal moment in Matthew Stafford's career, he delivered. Back shoulder. Cooper Cup got it. Yes! You have to call him a Super Bowl champion, and you have to call him a Hall of Famer. Aaron Donald knew exactly what was about to happen on that fourth down play. Flings it away on fourth down. Aaron Donald got there. I knew he would make a play. He may be the best defensive player we've ever seen play in this league. It was talent. The Los Angeles Rams are world champions. Welcome to NFL Live, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And we are officially one week away from Bills versus Rams, the start of the 2022 NFL season. More on that game, including the reason the defending champion Rams are in a situation where their defense has caught people's attention outside of Aaron Donald. We'll explain that as we welcome you to NFL Live. Mina Kimes is here with Marcus Spears, who's already dancing. Marcus is dancing because we're one week away from football. Adam Schefter's going to dance, too. He just may do it really quietly. Swagga, what, what, what is that move? Like, is that a shimmy? Is it a roll? I don't know. I hit him with the shoulders. Okay, I hit him with you... the shoulders like Lil Duval. I'm ready, y'all. I'm ready. He, we he, hit him with week one. Week one is here. <laughs> hit him with the shoulders. Uh, we're going to get to some really important superlatives later in the show, but let's start with news out of Denver today. Uh, breaking news for Russell Wilson. And Adam Schefter, you broke the story. Tell us about the contract extension. Well, Laura, what happened here is that new ownership took over in Denver, and the Broncos always wanted to have a deal in place with Russell Wilson before the season began, and he also wanted that same deal. And so late last night, early this morning, the two sides finalized a five-year, $245 million extension with $165 million guaranteed that makes Russell Wilson, before he even takes a snap, the highest paid player in the history of the Broncos franchise. And there you take a look at the guaranteed money that's out there right now that's been given to quarterbacks, which is a whole other discussion as it pertains to Lamar Jackson and his desire for a new contract. But today, Russell Wilson gets 165. Too bad Marcus Spears didn't learn to play quarterback. He could have cashed in there. But Russell Wilson becomes the highest paid Bronco in franchise history. And they are announcing that deal and calling a press conference here in the next hour. Yeah, Swagoo can definitely spin it. I got so. too thick, Shefty. I got too thick, there's, y'all. I got too thick for the quarterbacks. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being too thick. Uh, to Shefty's point, we're going to get into how this affects Lamar Jackson a little bit later on the show. But we focus here just on Wilson. And Mina, he's coming off what most consider to be his worst season as a pro. So does this deal make sense to yeah. you? It does. It was largely written in the stars uh, the minute the Broncos did that mega trade to first two seconds for Russell Wilson. They weren't going to let him walk, you know, after a year or two. But, um, you know, I think this is a team that's been wandering the quarterback wilderness for quite some time ever <laughs> since Peyton Manning. It makes sense that they would be thrilled to, you know, pay a quarterback who's been the model of consistency until, as you said, last year. I expect him to bounce back. Obviously, he was banged up. The only thing that gives me a 
little bit of pauses. This deal does take Russell into his mid to late 30s, and a lot of his game is predicated on mobility, which has declined a little bit in recent years. So that's something I would keep my eye on this season with Denver as his scrambling has gone down. But otherwise, it's a no-brainer for Denver. Yeah, too, you think about, like, where Denver is coming from. One, this is security, like I am for you, L Boogie and MK, when we out in them streets among the people. And Dan yes, probably needs me the most. But, 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 but when, you look at, when, you, when you look at Denver and you think about this quarterback situation and how in flux it's been for so long, now you have security. Now you have a piece in Russell Wilson where you can start to build out the rest of your roster because the biggest question about your football team is answered for the next five to seven years. So I think it's a great move by Denver to get it going. This is similar to what they did with Peyton Manning. They start building mm -hmm. around him, even on a declining physicality and performance level. So this is awesome for the Broncos. Now, look, that's exactly it. This is a team that's gone through so many different quarterbacks since it had Peyton Manning. And his priority was to upgrade that position. And once it couldn't get Aaron Rodgers, it moved on to Russell Wilson. And once it moved on to Russell Wilson and moved on to new owners, then both sides were interested in getting this new deal done. It's the first new deal for this new ownership group. So that's a good way to start for that Penner group to give out a $265 million deal. They certainly have the cash to do it, and now they've done that. Their first big deal is a historic one in Denver. Yeah, handing out a lot of cash there. As Adam mentioned, Russell Wilson is supposed to speak this hour, so when he does, we'll bring it your way. Let's get to some breaking news out of Tennessee last hour regarding Harold Landry. Adam, what do we know right now? Well, Laura, this is devastating for the Tennessee Titans defense. Harold Landry, a former Pro Bowl player who went to his first Pro Bowl last year, had 12 sacks, went down in practice yesterday, and it turns out he tore his ACL. A devastating blow for a player who really already had become a star and was on the cusp of becoming a superstar in that Titans defense. So before the season even begins, the Titans lose one of their best players, somebody who applied pressure and it's going to be hard to come up with somebody this close to the season that's going to be able to replace that type of pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, Shefty hit the nail on the head. Look, this was a part, Harold Landry was a part of the unit that I thought was going to be the heartbeat for the Tennessee Titans and, and a, yes. a unit that was literally going to dictate how their season went. Him along with Jeffrey Simmons and Danico Autry and those guys all playing together along with Bud. But now you lose a major piece. And y'all know how I, how I talk about this. And I'll talk about it as the season goes along. This is a league now where you need closers. And Harold Landry is a closer when you get in those third, fourth quarter situations where you got to get off the field. Huge loss for the Titans. Yeah, I mean, the last time we saw this Titans pass rush group, they were zagging Joe Burrow nine times, and they still did not win this game. Pardon me, that game. Um, you know, the case for them this season, for this defense being good, in my mind, was based on that pass rush. Because as much as I like the safeties, this is a very yes. young secondary, young quarterbacks. You would need that pass rush to help them early on. And now without Harold Landry, they're going to count more on Bud Dupree, who had a bit of an up-and-down season last year coming off of an injury. So, huge loss for Tennessee. Glad Harold Landry got that big contract coming off of the season where he absolutely earned it. Yeah, just to add a little more context, 
uh, Harold Landry ranks fifth in the NFL in quarterback pressures over the last three seasons. He trails only Aaron Donald, Shaquille Barrett, Joey Bosa, and TJ Watt. Think about those names, and he's right there in yeah. it. So a tough loss there, as you guys said. Let's get back to the Rams. They're one week away from starting the defense of their Super Bowl title. But, Adam, they won't look quite the same on the field. Take us through their offseason. Let's start with Von Miller. Von Miller, they lose him. He goes to Buffalo. He'll get to go up against his former team in the regular season opener. It'll be a big matchup for him. It'll be a big matchup for the Los Angeles Rams. They wanted to keep him, but obviously he had a huge offer in Buffalo where he had to go, took the money, and now he'll be a central part of that defense for the Buffalo Bills on opening night one week from tonight. As for Allen Robinson, Rams really like him too. They bring him in from Chicago. This will be the best quarterback that he's played with in his career. A chance to be a red zone threat for the Los Angeles Rams. They're looking for him to try to help replace some of the production they don't have with Robert Woods, with Odell Beckham Jr., a new guy that comes in there to catch passes from Matthew Stafford. And speaking of Matthew Stafford, there's been a lot of talk this summer about his arm, his elbow not being in great shape. I'm told that he's actually in better shape this year than he was at this time last year. So for all the people worrying about Matthew Stafford, I would say not to worry that he's actually in better physical condition with everything he's dealing with than he was at this time last year going into the start of the regular season. Well, goodness. I mean, was that report specifically for Dan Orlovsky or what? Uh, thanks for the info, though. <laughs> there, Adam, I love it. Marcus, let's dive in on the matchup, though, between the Rams offense and Bills defense that we do get to see just a week away. What will you be watching closely when those two units are on the field? I'm going to be watching Sean Dunn Von Miller and see the type of effect that he have on the rest of the guys around him. Listen, y'all, think about it. Last year when we were watching that game against the Bills in Kansas City, when we could get away from being enamored by what Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes was doing, the first thought that come to my mind is if the Buffalo Bills would have had a pass rusher of Von Miller's level, they might have got out of that game with a win and been going on to the Super Bowl or mm. on to the next NFC Championship to play for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to seeing what type of games him and Ed Oliver, the D-tackle, is going to run. I'm looking how to see how much this affects Greg Russo and how much he can come along with having not only a supreme pass rusher, but a guy that runs a camp in the offseason that teaches guys how to rush the passer and just his overall influence on this defense. And remember, down the stretch last year, this was a defense that did not have Tredavious Wright. White, you couple a pass rush of Von Miller and you potentially get Tredavious White, that's why a lot of people are high on the bills outside of their offense. I'm so glad real because we get to talk about matchups, Marcus. Uh, the <laughs> biggest advantage yes. that the Rams offense yes. has in this game is their wide receiver group, wide receiver group pardon me, against a Bills uh, secondary that for the four, first four weeks of the season will be missing Tredavious White, which means they're going to get to go up to mm -hmm. against Dane Jackson and a rookie cornerback, either Kyrie Lim or Christian Benford. Matthew Stafford, provided he has the time. And that's where the, big, the Bills' biggest advantage comes into play, which you alluded to, which is this is a pass rush that last season finished sixth in pass rush win rate, second in pressure rate despite barely blitzing, and just added Von Miller. They go up against the Rams' offensive line that has yeah, buddy.
with is retired. They got a new left tackle, a new right guard. I am going to be watching that matchup very closely because I think it will not only dictate the outcome of this game, but tell us a lot about this Rams offense this year. You know, Mina's signal's a little scrambled there, but it's all we're so good. High. It, we're we're going to be on this game all so show high. long, we're so we got high. a lot more. I know, it doesn't matter. We can still be hype even if we can't totally figure out what's going on. We do have some more breaking news. Let's go back to Adam for that. What's going on, Adam? Well, Laura, moments ago, the Philadelphia Eagles claimed the former 49ers running back Trey Sermon hmm. off waivers. So the former high draft pick from Ohio State finds a new home in Philadelphia, which had been looking for some running back help. The 49ers and Eagles discussed a trade for Sermon last week. No trade was consummated. Instead, the Eagles get him on waivers today, and a few notable names find up find their ways to practice squads today. Trey Sermon now goes to Philadelphia <laughs> on the roster but on the practice squad, Josh Gordon goes to the Tennessee Titans and Lynn Bowden winds up on the Patriots practice squad. Some random roster notes for you there as well today. Yeah, Lord. you know, you saw that cutaway shot there of Marcus uh, upset, and that's because the Cowboys' chances of winning the NFC East are just we slipping ain't doing away. We're, we're, we're going to get Why into we that. We're not doing nothing. Later on. <laughs> I know, yeah. We're not doing nothing. You said it yourself. All right, we're just getting started today on NFL Live. Russell Wilson receiving a big time extension. We're going to turn to to another QB looking for a new deal. We dive into how this impacts Lamar's quest for a fully guaranteed deal. And uh, speaking of the Eagles, they've added all kinds of key ingredients. We just talked about something that happened there with Trey Sermon joining the squad. But here why Mina didn't call this team a loaded Philly cheesesteak, but instead a fully loaded potato. And you know, listen, if there's any oh, excuse for me to eat something on the show or eat something in general, I am going to. More potato content Jealous. after the break. You want some? There you go. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks... Imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
NFL Live is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and in part by Pizza Hut. No one out pizzas the hut. Let's talk Eagles. After making a surprise run to the playoffs last season, the Eagles have followed that up with an impressive offseason. It began in March when Philly signed pass rusher Hassan Reddick, who has 23 and a half sacks over the last two seasons. That ranks fifth in the NFL. And then, of course, on draft night, the Eagles acquired A.J. Brown from the Titans. Since entering the league in 2019, Brown ranks third in the NFL in yards per target. A few weeks later, Eagles signed cornerback James Bradbury, who has the second most pass breakups in the NFL over the last five seasons. And then earlier this week, Philly made another addition to its secondary by acquiring versatile defensive back C.J. Gardner-Johnson from the Saints. And so, listen, Mina's among those impressed by the Eagles offseason. After they made the move for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, she tweeted, holy smokes, the Eagles roster is loaded like a baked potato. Unquestionably a top five or three group now, potentially. Uh, so, Mina, that's one of the reasons why we got potatoes on the set here. The floor is yours, my friend. Tell us about these great Eagles. I really shouldn't tweet when I'm hungry because it really comes out. Um, I don't think that should be a controversial take at all. This roster is stacked. I mean, you can just go position by position. One of the best offensive lines in football. You could make a case for the best skill group that, as you said, just added A.J. Brown, who I think is the perfect piece in terms of opening up that play-action passing game even more, creating opportunities for Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard, one of the most underrated tight ends in the NFL. Then on the other side of the football, a stacked defensive line that adds Jordan Davis. There's a piece I love. N'Kobe Dean, linebacker, has been an issue for this team. The biggest question mark I had about them headed into the offseason was the secondary. So what do they do? They add James Bradbury and uh, trade for Chance Chauncey Garner-Johnson, who's one of the best slot cornerbacks in football. Marcus, still bad. And, oh, did I freeze again? You're back. No, we still got <laughs> and it. And I don't want to make <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's just keep on with the food injuries, or food analogies, rather. Um, Howie Roseman is absolutely eating Jerry and Stephen Jones' lunch right now, and you have to admit it. I'll eat a potato to that. Say, bro. Say Go it. ahead. Mina, not today. Not today, no, y'all. Give today. me at least two, three days to process this. Okay? I've been looking at all these moves being made in the offseason. I was standing on the hill that because of Dak, the Dallas Cowboys would still win the NFC East. I'm off the hill, y'all. Uh -oh. I'm over. Oh. I done came over. What? And I don't want to hear Dan Orlovsky. I don't want to hear you, Mina, and Boogie, because y'all know I be telling the truth when it comes to the Cowboys. <laughs> it just seems like too much to overcome. All right, Tyra oh Smith goes out, who I had as the second most important player with the Dallas Cowboys. And when you look at not only are the Eagles adding pieces, they're adding pieces to where Dallas is weak. And when mm. you start thinking about this division yeah. and what it comes down to, pass rush is going to be key. Where is Dallas weak or unknown? Offensive line. We just sent Amari Cooper away. They add Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. They have Bradbury, Darius Slay. These guys are elite. I know a lot of people don't think in terms of these, these names when you hear these guys for the field. These guys are considered elite football players. Like Fletcher Cox may end up in the Hall of Fame. I know he's down the road, but guess what they did after that? They drafted Jordan Davis, another Fletcher Cox. I'm sick of it, y'all. So I'm going to go ahead and jump over there. It's the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles coming out of the NFC East, and I pray to goodness I'm wrong, and y'all know it.
Hey, 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 let me just get that one more time. So you are no longer going with the Cowboys, Marcus Spears, win the NFC wow. East. You are all aboard that Philly train. No. My responsibility to ESPN Marcus and my Spears. responsibility to y'all is to tell the truth at all times. Man, so, go ahead, I'm Mina. Sorry. Here's the thing. Here's That's the how thing. I feel right now. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're already emotional, and this is going to make you even angrier. Why didn't Dallas do more? Mm. Listen, the cap is Mina, real, but look around the know. NFC. You've got teams like the Rams and the Bucks doing whatever it takes, backloading contracts, adding veterans. You've got the Eagles who have been trading all over the place, making signings because they want to win now. Dallas, you have the best quarterback in the division. You have an easy schedule. You have a defense that took a big leap this uh, up last year. And you got a left tackle in Tyron Smith who has been injured his entire career yeah. you know, over the last few years. He hasn't played a full season since 2015. Why did you not do more headed into this season? Why? Bro, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand it. I be trying to hold on tight. I be trying to say things that's good and give us some energy and talk to this fan base, and I don't understand it. I look at the Cincinnati Bengals, and I watch them watch Joe Burrow get sacked nine times, and you know what they do in the offseason? They go get all the offensive linemen in damn free agency. I look at the Los Angeles Rams. What do they need to do to get better? They need to go get a quarterback. They go get Matthew Stafford. Look at Philly. Look what Philly has done this. Howie Roseman finagled players and draft picks. Yeah. He's in position to draft a good quarterback mm. if Jalen Hurts don't work out. And I'm sitting here in Dallas, and all of my hopes was on Tyron Smith staying <laughs> healthy, to your point, Mina, which he has not the last five years. Oh. I didn't mean hey, to do this today, y'all, but this is not hey, but good. The, 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 hey, oh, go ahead, Mina. The good news is you have the nicest stadium in the NFL, Marcus. So Whoa, you got that going for you. Mina. No, oh. that's enough, Mina. That Boy. is enough. You are okay. That's enough. She went low. We are better than that. <laughs> Except for when it's really sunny. <laughs> y'all. Channel okay. my Michelle Obama. Hey, I'ma go high. Hey, listen. I'ma go high. I'm gonna send you a potato, and we'll all feel better. We got more coming your way on NFL Live. I'm gonna keep nobody. eating. <laughs> Russell Wilson and the Broncos agreed to a long-term deal, but his guaranteed money plays a huge factor in Lamar Jackson's ongoing contract negotiations. Shefty has the update on the Baltimore QB coming up next. And then after the news broke, Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey tweeted, Walmart money different, referring to the Broncos' new ownership group, which is led by Walmart heir Robert Wal Rob Walton. excuse me. And Jackson saw this. He responded with, I swear. And then the crying, laughing emojis. Maybe a little bit of news right there. Remember that? Guaranteed Guaranteed money is where the big holdup is. We'll be right back. Hey, historic day here on NFL Live, Marcus. Hey, I got a time today. I got a time. Time is of the essence. I'm progressively improving. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back to NFL Live, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We're one week away from the NFL season, so we decided to hand out some superlatives on both sides of the ball. This is going to be a whole lot of fun with Marcus and Mina. We start with this, as you see Mina out there in the crowd. Uh, which offense do you need to see in person this season, <laughs> Mina? Wow, the rare Photoshop where I don't look totally crazy. Um, I'm excited to see the Kansas City offense. We got a little bit of a taste of them in the preseason and some of that schematic evolution. They got more tight ends on the field using a fullback. With some of those heavier groupings, they should be able to counter those two high shell looks if Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid commit to them. So I'm just excited to see how it plays out because they have the talent and the offensive line to pull it off. I've talked about it all offseason, the, the, the acquiring of Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson with the Los Angeles Chargers. This defense adding Sebastian Joseph Day on the interior, coupled with Bosa. I want to see this defense, and if they're going to be what I think they have the potential to be, coupled with an offense where Justin Herbert is already on fire along with Keenan Allen and all of those guys. Chargers defense play high level. We could be looking at a Super Bowl contender. Okay, so how about on the other side of this? Uh, how about, Marcus, somebody that you're not <laughs> sold on? Mina first, excuse me, even though we see Marcus in the picture. Give us an offense you aren't sold on heading into the year. Oh, God. <laughs> I just want to let people know, we decided on these before the show. I don't want to kick Marcus while he's down after uh, last segment. But it are. is the Dallas Cowboys for you me. Are. I'm still a big believer in Dak Prescott, but no Tyron Smith, no obvious solutions on this offensive line. They're talking about bringing back 39-year-old Jason Peters. Michael Gallup isn't healthy. I mean, really, how could you be sold on this group at the beginning of the season? I'm not sold on Kansas City's defense yet, y'all. And I know they brought over Justin Reed from the Houston Texans, but they let the Honey Badger Tyreek uh Tyron Matthew out of the door. This pass rush was not what it was supposed to be last year. I need to see a big season. They drafted Karloftis. He had a good preseason. They have to get back after the quarterback, especially in this division that they're in. Okay. Ooh, look at me. I'm not I'm not gonna let anybody get hot. All right, Mina, don't let them get hot. Give us an <laughs> offense that's scary if they figure things out. <laughs> I got a fan. I need that right now. <laughs> um I think that the San Francisco 49ers offense is the highest variance group in football, meaning they could underperform relative to last season mm. if Trey Lance's consistency on a down-to-down -down basis doesn't improve. But they could reach a ceiling that they have not reached in years because of his skill with his legs, his arm strength. This, the, I'm telling you, the upper end of this offense is in outer space. Woo! Don't let the Las Vegas Raiders defense get hot with new defensive coordinator Patrick Graham. This offense is going to be hell on wheels, y'all. You got to determine who you're going to cover on that side of the ball. But if this thing come together up front and on the back end, if they get some synergy with Trevor Morrig and they put Abrams around that box and they are able to cover people, you may be looking at a team that we may be counting out a little bit too early in this AFC West arms race. I know we're going to talk about Waller and we're going to yeah. talk about Adams and Hunter Renfro and Derek Carr. If this Raiders defense get hot, 
you may be looking at the best team in football. Man, y'all get me so excited for the season just a week away. And by the way, I'm going to uh, campaign that we get some fans like that in the studio here so we can just all have a windblown moment, look great in Marcus's hair. Let's get back Marcus to our top to story today. Russell Wilson signed a five-year contract extension with the Broncos today as first reported by Adam Schefter. It's worth $245 million, $165 million of that is guaranteed money. And Wilson's entering his 11th season in the NFL. His first 10 were historic. Wilson has the second most passing touchdowns by any player in their first 10 seasons in NFL history, trailing only Peyton Manning. His nine Pro Bowl selections are the most by any quarterback through their first 10 seasons all time, as are his 113 wins, including the playoffs. Adam, how'd this deal come together? Well, Laura, what was it that Marlon Humphrey, the Ravens cornerback, said Walmart money is different? Well, there is an example of how different it is with Russell Wilson cashing in today on that $200 million plus million dollar contract, $245 million extension. And think about this. Three of the highest paid quarterbacks in football now are in the AFC West. The only one that is not in that group is Justin Herbert. And after this offseason, I would imagine he'll be joining Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and Derek Carr. And from the moment the Broncos traded for Russell Wilson, it was only a matter of time before that deal got done. The Broncos changed hands of ownership in early August. The two sides set out to do this deal. They wanted to get it done before the regular season began. I think a lot of people thought Lamar Jackson would be the next quarterback contract to get Mm. done, but it was Russell Wilson. It was, and, and you keep bringing up Lamar Jackson for good reason. Let's get to that side of this. Our resident GM, Mike Tannenbaum, was asked this morning if today's news was good or bad for Lamar, who's, of course, trying to get his new deal in place. Take a listen to what Tannenbaum said. I think it hurts him from a standpoint of it's another deal away from that fully guaranteed contract that only Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns agreed to. This is much more akin, as the graphic showed, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Kyla Murray, and Russell Wilson at an average per year is now the second highest paid quarterback, which seems to be right. And if I'm now the Ravens, I'm saying, hey, Lamar, let's slot you in here. There's a deal to be done. That one other deal is done by the crazy Cleveland Browns. Crazy Cleveland Browns. Uh, Mina, do you agree with Tannenbaum there? Well, I think that from the Ravens' standpoint, precedent certainly matters. It always matters when we talk about these big mega deals, especially quarterback contracts. Obviously, the team will say, hey, look at these deals. Set aside, what do you call them, the crazy Cleveland Browns. There is precedent for this level of guarantees. (laughs) However, really, Laura, for Lamar, it just comes down to his risk tolerance. If he's willing to play on the option and potentially on a tag, who cares how much other quarterbacks are making? If he's willing to take on that risk in search of a higher reward with all that guaranteed money and potentially a bigger payday down the road, then he can achieve that provided he stays healthy. But that's ultimately up to him and not up to the Ravens. And I think that's going to be uh, the point upon which this negotiation swings. All right, y'all, I got to talk to Lamar, okay? Listen, talk listen, to Lamar, I get it. <laughs> I get it, and I hope, I hope, I, I know that the Deshaun Watson contract is out there with the Cleveland Browns, but, man, if these folks can offer you $200 million-plus in guaranteed money, if it's $200 million at $200 million guaranteed, man, go get your money. You're 25 years old. 
you are going to be up again for another contract. Lord willing, you stay healthy. I look at this situation differently, and I've changed three to four times to try to navigate what the what, what the energy is like between him and the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm a big proponent of telling God, hey, man, don't go out there if you don't have your money, especially when you're in line to get the type of money that Lamar Jackson is potentially to get. If Kyler Murray got $189 million based on that graphic guarantee, then Lamar Jackson should be at $200 million. Now, if the Baltimore Ravens ain't there, if they are underneath where Kyler Murray got paid, yeah, I'm Lamar Jackson. I'm not showing up for the first week of the season, even though he may go against that. But if this thing is $200 million right at that, or if it's two hundred and five or ten or fifteen, man, get your money and get another hundred and eighty to ninety million dollar contract when you turn thirty years old. That's that's what my advice to Lamar Jackson would be. And Marcus, you could talk about one hundred and eighty nine, two hundred, two hundred five, whatever the number is. The fact of the matter is, is that the Deshaun Watson contract has thrown a monkey wrench into negotiations between teams that have quarterbacks and quarterbacks that want new deals. Because the Browns were the only team to guarantee the full $230 million that Deshaun Watson got. And obviously, when he's seeking a new deal, that is a deal that he's going to hold up to Baltimore as something that he will want. Now, Kyler Murray didn't get the full guarantee. And today, Russell Wilson didn't get the full guarantee. And other quarterbacks outside of Kirk Cousins, due to his circumstances, haven't gotten the full guarantee. But that's something that other quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson, like Joe Burrow, like Justin Herbert, they're going to be looking for when their deal comes up. And Lamar's deal has got one year left on it. So when he's sitting down to do that contract, That's the deal that he's going to refer to while every team in the league is going to say that's an outlier deal and it got done because the Cleveland Browns were as desperate as they were. Adam, I'm curious if you get a sense that, you know, because it feels like this deal is not going to get done before the season. I mean, is everybody like even on the Ravens side, are they comfortable with Lamar saying, yeah, we're just going to go back out there and play this season without getting a deal done? Well, I think Baltimore would be comfortable, and I think Lamar Jackson's been comfortable. The question is whether, at the last moment, there'll be a change of heart from either side and whether they'll rush to get the deal done. Again, last year, a lot of people, like myself, thought that Lamar should have gotten the deal done. He was right. He waited, Hmm. and it turned into more money. But there are still people out there that think the time is right for him and Baltimore to do a deal, and we'll see whether they get, get that done. Now, again, he also said that's the deadline, the start of the regular season. But what does it mean? You're telling me that he can't do a deal in the middle of the season if he wanted? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess because he does represent himself, he gets to dictate some of that. But interesting to think about as well. I mean, we feel like the time's winding down. Maybe there's a little more time to play with, depending on the money that he's given. I guess I'm just a poll man. The guaranteed money. Exactly. All right. We've got more coming your way here on NFL Live. Just one week away from the season. The Steelers have yet to name their starting quarterback. Brooke Pryor has been peppering Mike Tomlin for an answer. We check in with her next on the show. You're watching NFL Live, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We're back on NFL Live in this new end of the show. Jimmy G back at practice for the first time after signing his deal to make him the highest-paid backup quarterback in the NFL. He and Trey Lance spoke with the media just moments ago as you see them both out there at practice once again, just like it always was before. Uh, it's good to have him back. Good to have him back in the building, uh, in the QB room again. Um, man, just like I've said, man, he's been a big brother to me since my first day in the league, since I got drafted the day I got drafted. So, man, I know he's got my back. I got his back, um, and I'm excited to go through this year with him, man. He's going to add a lot to our QB room. I mean, that's the goal for us is to have the best QB room in the, in the league. Um, and, man, we're, we're pretty damn close if we're not there. Uh, it was weird. It was different than any situation I've ever been in. Uh, I've been in some weird ones, too, so... <laughs> That's saying something, but no, it was, um, I think things worked out for the best, you know, it, it was a lot of uh, ups and downs, rocky roads here and there, but I think throughout the whole thing, you know, me, I'm happy with where I'm at, happy to be with the Niners, I think the Niners are happy to have me back, and it's, uh, and I think things are working out pretty well. You know, to his point, Jimmy G has had his fair share of ups and downs, but the bottom line is that the 49ers won games with him under center. Among quarterbacks to debut in the Super Bowl era, he's one of only seven QBs to win at least 70% of his starts. Quite the insurance policy for the 49ers as Trey Lance enters his first season as the starter. Let's get to some DraftKings sportsbook predictions as we've got some picks for the rookie of the year. So, Mina, who wins the award on the offensive side of the ball? I like Saints wide receiver Chris Olave for a few reasons, one of which is he's looked really good this summer. Um, Saints reporters have been raving about him and his performances in camp. We'll see him in the preseason. He looks good. I, I view his game to be very pro-ready, his route-running ability, the fact that he can threaten at all three levels. I like him as a compliment with Michael Thomas. He's going to be part of a good offense, and the Saints gave up everything for him. So they're <laughs> going to use him a lot this season. <laughs> Defensively, I'm going Aiden Hutchinson out of the Detroit Lions. And listen, I, I love the burst, but he's going to outwork most guys and have really good stats. And we know when you draft a defensive end, it's going to be about negative plays and getting after the quarterback. He does it at a very high level. He's playing for a coach that brings that type of intensity and very familiar to what Aiden Hutchinson loves to be around. I think he's poised to have a big rookie year. Yeah, good point. And guys, we're just a week away from seeing these rookies. Can't wait to actually see them out there in real action after covering them so closely in the draft. We're going to see one in Pittsburgh eventually, but who will be QB1 for the Steelers when they begin the season next Sunday against the Super Bowl runner-up Bengals? Still not announced by Mike Tomlin if it will be Mitch Trubisky or rookie Kenny Pickett. And ESPN Steelers reporter Brooke Pryor has tried to get the answer out of Coach Tomlin all week. Listen to this. Tonight, you said you didn't want to make any knee-jerk statements and you'd let us know at your leisure. Are you ready to name a starting quarterback? No, I'm not. 
Yep. I'm going to ask you yesterday, are you ready to name a starting quarterback today? I'm not. I'm not. I'll see you guys next week, and maybe we'll talk about it further. <laughs> I mean, listen, Brooke's doing great work out there. She's trying, Adam. What context can you add to this quarterback situation in Pittsburgh? Well, Laura, it sure looked like Mitch Trubisky put away the starting job in the last preseason game. He got the start in that third preseason game. He delivered, played a high level when he played the entire first half. Now, Mike Tomlin always could do anything, but it would be a major upset if Mitchell Trubisky were not the opening day starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's the belief that most people around the league have that Trubisky will be the opening day starting quarterback. I think the real interesting question is when will this team turn to Kenny Pickett, their first round draft pick this year, because the team is equally impressed with him. They like what they saw from him this summer. And at some point this season, many people believe he'll be starting a quarterback. We'll see how long Trubisky can hold him off, but it looks like he's the opening day starter. Yeah, it makes sense. The reality is we know those Steelers fans could potentially start clamoring for Pickett too. He's got a, a whole lot of he's got a whole lot of clout in that area. All right, still to come here on NFL Live, we hear from Josh Allen on what it's like to match up against Aaron Donald. Marcus has his eyes on a different future Hall of Famer though. That's next. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And to celebrate the new season, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Download the app and use code NFLLIVE when you sign up. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NFL Live is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And in part by Disney Plus Day. Nothing's bigger, nothing's better, nothing beats Disney Plus Day, streaming September 8th. One week away from this. Yeah, Allen versus Donald, Rams versus Bills, and both of these players forced to be reckoned with, as we know. But Josh Allen gave a ton of credit to Aaron Donald and what it's actually like to play quarterback against this guy. Allen faced Donald once in his career back in 2020. He talked about that experience with NBC Sports, saying, quote, I've never been more toyed, toyed or manhandled the way I've been with him. I stepped back, went to step up. He literally just one-handed and yanked me back this way and I had to watch it a couple times to understand how he did that because I'm not a small person. He's a monster and you have to have a plan when you play against him. I love that quote. I think it's amazing and the fact that we'll see this matchup soon is fun. But Marcus, as good as Donald is, right, that's not the guy that you're going to be watching closely next week. Who is it? Yeah, it's Bobby.
Bobby Wagner. And, and listen, when they made this addition, I know that a lot, it, it kind of goes, everything gets covered and overshadowed by Aaron Donald and his greatness. But Bobby Wagner is greatness within himself, and he's going to don a gold jacket at the end of his career also. But when you think about the weakness of this defense, and we, we sat in that studio a lot last year and talked about the linebacker position and where, it could, where they could find some strength with that. And now you're talking about a division. Um, you're talking about the NFC, but you're also talking about if you get back to the Super Bowl, you need a cover down linebacker. You need a guy that can blitz and put pressure on quarterbacks and create different new uh, nuances in your blitz pressures and packages. And also just a stable, consistent football player yeah. in the middle of your defense. And I talk about levels all the time. Aaron Donald obviously on that defensive line. Now you have Bobby Wagner and on the back end with Jalen Ramsey. The Rams defense could be better than they were last year with the addition of Bobby Wagner. Goodness. Should be, not could be. Yeah, Should I'm really be. excited to see the impact that Bobby Wagner has on this defense. Is that the Little League up there? Uh, am I? Oh, we're you're looking still at with baseball. Something but if you're here? watching baseball, you can do play-by-play oh, -play okay. for us, Mina. <laughs> Whatever you okay. want to <laughs> But go ahead. Go uh, ahead with yeah, Bobby okay, Wagner. <laughs> we're pranking uh, well, you. Okay. Take two. <laughs> uh, yeah, so look at that. I'm very curious to see the impact that Bobby Wagner has on this defense. Um, <laughs> Oh boy, live television, folks. Um, not just in terms of his leadership, <laughs> it goes without saying. He'll be wearing the green dot calling the defense this year. But uh, in terms of how Raheem Morris, defensive coordinator, uses his personnel. Last year, the Rams used the third most dime personnel, meaning six defensive backs on the field of any team in the NFL. Some of that was because they placed an emphasis yeah. on playing the pass. Some of it was the players they've had. Mm -hmm. We've talked about linebacker being a weakness for this team. Now, suddenly, it's a strength. Yeah. They want to find ways to yes. keep both Bobby Wagner and Ernest Jones, who was excellent last year, on the field. So I'll be looking to see week one if that happens more, if they use them both as blitzers. We saw how effective those five-man pressures were at the end of last season and how they look against uh, what should be one of the better offenses in the NFL. That, to me, is one of the most interesting storylines from this matchup. Adam, got anything to add? Hello. <laughs> He's watching Little League, too, guys. <laughs> there are a lot of interesting storylines in this matchup between the Rams and the Bills. We mentioned Von Miller playing his former team. We, me we mentioned Matthew Stafford with that elbow injury that obviously is not as bad as people think. There's a whole host of issues. And look, it's opening night. Mm. It's two high-powered offices. Nobody would be surprised if this was the first matchup between these two teams this season. Yeah, could we see a Super Bowl rematch potentially? Uh, by the way, guys, whoever's trying to prank us right now, you can't take us down, okay? And I think we all just proved that. We all saw Ravens mascot, though. We go with anything. I know. We all saw the Ravens mascot, Poe, go down last weekend, guys. And nobody was more concerned than Mina. She tweeted, quote, I need a Poe injury update before I can rip off some of these oh tweets in good conscience. Adam Schefter. Adam, give the woman an update. What happened here to poor Poe? <laughs> well, Laura, in between roster cuts and practice squad additions, I did a lot of digging and made a lot of calls <laughs> and found out today the news that everybody dreaded. Poe is out for the year. Poe no! suffered a significant injury. Now, I don't know that birds have ACLs, but it is a significant injury. It's going to end his season. Oh. And earlier today, earlier today, the Ravens head coach, John Harbaugh, confirmed the news that Ravens fans did not want to hear. A personnel announcement to make. 
Poe is going to be put on injured reserve for the rest of the season. He's going to be done. Unfortunately, he sustained a serious injury to his drumstick, and uh, he will not be able to perform for the rest of the season. We will find a replacement. We're going to go to work on that right away. We're going to turn over every stone, scour everywhere, and find his replacement. We're going to get right into evaluating our options and see where we go next and see if we can find somebody to replace Poe. <laughs> Is that okay? You know what? You know what I love? You saw him getting carted off the field. He still had a smile on his face. Oh, what a gamer. He couldn't resist the opportunity to smile. Guys, no, I hope you get better soon, man. I I don't want to make light of that. That's a serious injury. I hope you get better soon. And for the Ravens, upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary. Oh, we love you.